Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. If you're keeping track at home, this is episode number 168, or it's season four, episode number 18. I am back. My name is Britt. And I'm Sean. That's right. Sean is in the house today because for the first time ever, Craig is taking the day off. That's right. They've left us in charge of the podcast. Who knows what will happen? I know what will happen. I'm going to have a beer. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a damn good idea. So let's start where we always start, whether Craig is here or not. Sean, first off, thank you for joining us. Secondly, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Big Whoops from, um, which one is that? Um, Bad Sons. It's Bad Sons out in the out in the valley. Good stuff. They got some. They got really good. They were really bad when they first opened, but they got really good. So. And this one is it was it was reasonably priced too, for nine percent uh, double IPA. Yeah. Ah, bush. Bush. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, I you know what? Halloween was last week, and so I would be remiss if I didn't play the music, which you can't hear because you're on a phone, but I am drinking uh-huh. a Rosemary's Other Baby. I bought... S- I, I, have, I have not had one of those. You haven't had another baby yet? I have not. Wow. I've had the regular baby. But not the other baby. All right, I might be able to spirit a can away for you. Get it? Spirit Halloween's? Uh, ah! All right, that I'm done with that. All right, let's let's move on to the things that people actually want to talk about. I had notes in front of me; they're gone. There they are. So, full full disclosure: this is the first time Craig has left us to our own devices. I'm used to producing episodes, you know, putting together the schedule, get everything. I'm not used to producing, engineering, coordinating sound effects. Uh, scheduling guests. This is kind of like a lot, so I'm a little overwhelmed, but I'm doing okay. So, all right, first You're up, doing a good job. we're so far. I mean, I hope it's recording. The lines are moving, I think. Anyway, um, let's start with a burning hot take. So, I'll, I'll give you the first burning hot take. Today, the GM of the Jets, whose name I failed to write down because does anybody really care who the GM of the Jets is? Maybe Jeff. Gone anyway. Yeah. Well, that's that's where we're going with this. The GM of the Jets gave the dreaded vote of confidence to Adam Gase. My question to you, is this the kiss of death? And if it is not intentionally the kiss of death, who goes first, the GM or the coach? Um, I don't think there's any reason to fire them now just because, <clears throat> hey, you're looking – you're looking to the future right now. Let them go 0-16. Who gives a crap? You'll have Trevor Lawrence in your pocket. Will you? Because there's other oh. people who have the same thought in their heads. Yeah, but they're in the lead right now. They're going to go 0-16. There's no doubt about it, especially are, with Gates leading the charge. Are they the only winless team at this point in the season? So. I'm going right I now. So. I'm looking right now. So, all right, so – but I mean, so you think they both they're both gonna last a year, but do they both yep. do either of them come back next year or is this like mm-hmm. they're gonna come in and clean house? I, I think they come in and clean house. I mean, I don't see any reason why they should keep them. I mean, 
you never know with the ownership there, but you know. <laughs> Agreed. So the other people in the running, the Texans are one in six. They are not looking for a quarterback. The Jaguars are one in six. They might, they should be looking for a quarterback, but they're yeah, not looking be. for a quarterback either. Uh, yeah. All the Jets have to do is keep being the Jets, um, and and they'll they'll get there. So yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. How about a how about a burning hot take for me? What have you got for me? Well, um, my Chicago Bears. I've been saying it all year long. They, you know, they when they were winning, and you know they were five and one, and I kept on, you know, they were four and one, whatever it was. They're the worst four and one team. They're the worst five and one team. He then did they say were, that. And then I said they're the worst five and two team. Uh, and now, <laughs> now they're five and three. Yes. My thing is, is how, where, where did they go? I mean, do I have to sit in, in middling muddle town and, and just take this? Okay. We're going to have a good defense and horrible offense for, 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 I mean, Ever. wasn't Nagy? You know Nagy. He's your guy, right? He came from the Chiefs, didn't he? In theory. L- listen, listen. Let's let's Is- let's let's put a pause button right now on the whole okay. coaching tree thing. Because yeah, before yeah. before it was Andy Reid's coaching tree, it was Bill Belichick's coaching tree. Before it was Bill <laughs> Belichick's coaching tree, it was Bill, Bill Parcell's coach. coaching tree. Not everybody who could co- listen. There's like two good <laughs> apples on a coaching tree. Everybody likes to show that picture. Do you remember the Green Bay Packers picture from when Mike Holmgren was there? And it's got yeah, Andy yeah. Reid in it, and John Gruden is in it, and I think Steve Mariucci was in it. This is the thing that people forget. There's 27 guys in that photo. Oh, yeah. Three of them went on to be head coaches, and only two of them. No, Mariucci won one, too. And they, and they went to win Super Bowls. That's like 11%. 11% of this of that coaching staff, and that's considered one of the best coaching staffs of all time. So I'm so tired of hearing about coaching trees and how it's important to get somebody from a good tree. No, it's not. It's important to get the right guy for what you want to do for your team. That's what's important. So I'll, so, I'm going to – yeah. So, go, so, so going on, my, my, I think my actual question is, yeah. you know, how do the Bears get out of this? I mean, if, if Nagy is the right coach – and he's he's gonna improve that offense. How does he do this? I mean, okay. is, are we, we're not gonna have a high draft pick to get Trevor Lawrence or anything like that. Where does he go? He didn't draft Trubisky, right? Trubisky no. was when you brought that guy down from the CFL. Yep. Okay, so the first thing you do is you got to get some foundational pieces, and they thought they had them in David Montgomery and Mitchell Trubisky, and they don't. So what you need to do is you need to go find some like five-star surefire prospects. And it doesn't matter what their position is. But, I mean, that's that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, Kansas City was so smart. They got Patrick Mahomes. No, that, that's really not it. They got Patrick Mahomes well, because they looked around and they said, the quarterback class this year is really deep. There's two or three guys we really like. Mahomes is the one we want. So let's trade up and get him. But if we don't get him, there's other options. The whole idea of taking the best player available doesn't work in the first round of the NFL draft, in my opinion. You've got to find foundational guys that are going to fit what you want to do. So here's what the Bears need to do. They need to acquire draft picks. They need to um, get some foundational guys. Which, What's that? Which um, 
you know, it'll be the first time in like three years that they have a first round draft pick. Part of the problem. They, well, they traded the, the two of them for, for – uh, he's great for Khalil Mack, but, you know. But Khalil Mack isn't a foundational player for making your team a perennial dynasty. He is for, well, I mean, he is for the defense. Khalil but, Mack know, is you, not is winning you a championship. You, you kind of need one kind of need one for both sides. I mean – But that's never where you, really you start. For the offense. But that's never really where you start. You, yeah. you need to start with the offensive piece, and then you can bring it. Mm. So here, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look at Kansas City. Kansas City won a Super Bowl last year. How many of their defensive superstars did they draft on that team? Ugh, yeah. Like none. They got Frank Clark in a trade with Seattle when he wanted to get out of Seattle, and he was willing to go there. If you start building something that looks attractive, the defensive players will come through free agency. You do not mm-hmm. need to build. Uh, what's his name? Just retired. The linebacker that used to be a Raven. Oh, my God. He was a chief last year. Suggs? Suggs. No. Yeah. Suggs, Suggs was like, remember what that, that, that report was? I'll only play for like three teams. And one of and they were all Super Bowl contenders. Defensive mm-hmm. players will gravitate towards contenders. So what you need to do is you need to go out and get offensive builders. They looked around the room two years ago, and they said, Look, we have Kareem Hunt. He can run the ball down anybody's throat. Look, we have Patrick Mahomes. He can throw to anybody. And, oh, by the way, that guy you just didn't see run by you, his name's Tyreek Hill, and he can outrun anybody. And to a defender, that's golden. That's golden. Watch watch what happens with Seattle during this offseason. Watch it. If Carson stays healthy, Russell Wilson's in his prime, and all of a sudden they have two solid wide receiver threats, Watch the defenders swarm Seattle in, in free agency. So, no, Khalil Mack, as good as he is, and I'm not dissing Khalil Mack, he's not what I'm talking about when I say a foundation, foundational piece. So they mm-hmm. need to start at the beginning. They need to find out what they've got in David Montgomery. Is Montgomery going to be their back? Well, and if not, they need to move on. Well, I think I think part of that problem is the offensive line. They've kind of been That's a big uh, ignoring too. that. And they're not giving – they're not giving – I mean, you see Nick Foles, he said that, you know, they retracted it, but they call plays where they don't have time to actually do the play because they don't right. have enough time with the line and that's, to actually and do it. So, the, the Nick Foles acquisition was a mistake. Was a mistake. Oh, definitely. Was a mistake. I'm not saying He's Trubisky the was the answer. I'm just saying you wasted time and effort on an area you should not have wasted time and effort on. Mm-hmm. So... All right, so there, there's my, there's what's wrong with the Bears. What's wrong with the Bears is the approach. That's that's what it is. So okay. All right, so uh, COVID news. The 49ers shut down their facility today. Today is Wednesday, uh, November fourth. But they are still going to play the 49ers on Thursday night. And hmm. I'm sorry, no, the 49ers shut down their facility. They're going to still play the Packers. They can't play themselves. They're going to play the Packers. On Thursday night, and they're hosting the game. So yep. your facility has COVID, and not only are you not canceling the game, but you're inviting people into your house. Yep. Sean, is this nuts? Am I am I nuts for thinking this is the wrong approach? <laughs> this is the country's approach right now, though. Really, I mean, kind of. We're we're seeing you know everything going up, but things they're staying open. I mean. I think, you know, they think they have the best 
the difference between now and, and March is that they think they have the, 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 at least the knowledge of what can stop it from spreading anymore. Yeah. So they think since, since they have it, they have it contained to what they know, they can keep these players safe. I, I, I don't know because they're not wearing masks. If that that's uh, something you know feasible, because you know the rest of the country, at least they're you know you're, you're you have to wear masks, right? Um, when you go into these other facilities, um, and work areas, right? So, I I think it's just a reflection of where we are in the country too. It's like okay, we're gonna keep on going even though, so, even though things are are, are getting a uh, little dicey now. So, so here's my problem with that line of thinking. <laughs> You, you mentioned something. Well, we're keeping people safe. You have new positives literally every week in the NFL. How is that keeping people safe? Well, I mean, right now, other than when the, the Titans had it, it hasn't spread to, like, too many more people. So it's like they're containing it once it's seen. So it's not it's not like you know a whole a whole team other than when the Titans had it, and like twenty of them had it or whatever it was. So what you're expressing to been... me, so what you're expressing to me is that each of these flare ups, <laughs> for lack of a better term, are independent mm-hmm. of the other flare ups. Like the Titans didn't give it to the Patriots, who then had a blow up, who then gave it to the Forty ers yeah. who have a blow up. Oh yeah, no. These are all independent. So that, that that would suggest to me that the players are doing a crap job of protecting themselves when they're not in the facility. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it, it's, it's the way it is, unfortunately. You know, you can't control everybody everywhere. So especially if you're not in the bubble. Well, you, know? you can if you're Donald Trump because that's how he operates. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go to the election tonight, folks. I swear to God, I'm not. I am so ready to, though. I need to start a second podcast where it's just me screaming into a microphone like a liberal mirror of, uh, of what's his name? Rush Wait, Limbaugh. You're going to be Rush Limbaugh for the Democrats? Is that what it is? My friends, let me tell you about the conservatives and the alt-right. They are out to kill you all. All right, I'm stopped. That, that's about as far as I'm going to go. The dude, there we no. go. The dude's time, but that, that's as far as I'm going to go. And already, Craig Craig is proofing this episode. So at the 14 minute and 36 second mark, Craig just went, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God, a little piece of him dies in time inside every time I go political. So, all right. Uh, that was the end of the Burning Todd takes, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay, good. Him. Good. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, I've got three monitors, a cell phone. There's so much going on here. So you know what? You know what, Sean? It's time for you to face a challenge you have never faced before. Uh-oh. It is time for you to play America's... I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, oh, yes, you did. It's time for America's <laughs> Favorite Game. Okay. America's Favorite Game oh, is where Sean is given the NFL slate, and he looks at it and tries to identify the games that are at least a 50 over and under. Why? Because if you're scoring 50 points in a game, there's probably some fantasy usable players there. So, Sean. Over, okay, over and under, huh? Correct. So, I want all of the games. And I don't look at lines at all, so I am completely oblivious to what experts say the line, these lines are. So, so, you don't, like on a given week, you don't look at the lines? I, I, don't, I don't look at over and unders, no. Huh. I don't look. I, 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 I'll sometimes look at the point spread, but 
Not the overs and unders very often. Okay, so in this particular game, your target number is 50. You get okay. three strikes to identify every game that has an over or under of 50. Okay. I'm looking at the schedule right now. And hold on, I got to do a quick count. Three? What's that? Three games of over 50? No, no, no. You get three strikes. Oh, okay. But I'm telling you how many games there are right now. I'm doing a quick count. One, two, three, four, five. There are seven games <laughs> in the week nine schedule. Now, before we get into this, I want to point out that I've missed two of the last three weeks for various reasons. Cinch has won America's favorite game two out of two times. Mm-hmm. Craig's win percentage is like 10%. <laughs> he doesn't do well at America's favorite game. So you have a chance to really establish yourself as the second best at this of all time. But if you don't and you fail, you will validate Craig because he struggles with this every week. So, Sean, I have seven games, uh, seven answers on the board. Give me a matchup in week nine that is at least an over-under of 50 points and therefore worthy of fantasy attention. All right. One of the easy ones here. It's got to be Detroit at my at Minnesota. Detroit at Minnesota? That's correct. That's a 54 and a half. So neither one of these teams know how to hold a lead. Now, now I don't know how that's being affected because there's a possibility Stafford is not playing still. Oh, jeez. Uh, I just got breaking news. Brandon Ayuk is on the reserve list. Oh, no, Ayuk. Interrupting America's favorite game, Brandon Ayuk of the 49 So now we know why the 49ers had to close their facility. Brandon Ayuk is on the reserve list. Oh, boy. There goes everybody's DFS and uh, uh, sleeper. Well, not even sleeper, but. I have him in like they're, they're... six leagues. Yeah. Oh, he was one of my. He was one of those guys you just. You stashed and hoped on him, and he turned out to be yeah. okay, so. You're like, oh, okay, I can start him this week. No, not this week. Can't start him this week. All right, but you got the first one right. All right. Lions and Vikings. So you have all three of your strikes. I still got six games on the board. Give me another one. Carolina at KC. Absolutely right. That one is a 50 and a half. You just got over the line. You know, I, I Kansas City's defense has been looking a little bit better, but they're very up and down. I feel like they're Jekyll and Hyde. When they have a really bad game, the next game they come back and they're really good, but they've had like two decent games in a row. I'm worried about the care. I'm worried about the, the, the chief defense this week. And we're probably getting Christian McCaffrey back. Yep. Yep. So he's got two down five answers on the board, all strikes available. Sean, what else have you got for me? Well, this is another obvious one. I can't believe I didn't, I didn't uh, say before the Carolina, Kansas City. New Orleans at Tampa. New Orleans at Tampa comes in at 54 and a half. He has three for three, folks. And and Craig is listening to this and pouring himself a long bourbon. Because he might be realizing that it might not be the game itself, but it might be him. So 54 and a half. So, so at 54 and a half, really quick. 
give me one player in Saints Bucks outside of the obvious. Don't you dare say like Alvin Kamara. Okay. Give me one guy you would use in that matchup. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna disqualify one off each team. You can't say Kamara and you can't say Brady. Okay. I mean, yep. I guess I'm gonna go Gronk then because yeah, Gronk Gronk's been showing up lately. I, Solid. I, I I was very down on him. Me too. Very I got a down. trade offer today. Somebody offered me Mike uh, wanted to send me Mike Davis for Rob Gronkowski. And I was like, if you sent me this two weeks ago, I would have taken it. Yes, he wanted me to send yeah. Rob Gronkowski. Not now, forget it now. Well, that's the thing. I've got in that particular league. I've got Travis Kelsey. So he's saying, oh, well, Gronk is extraneous. No, Gronk is what we call flex. But what? But why? Why would you even bother with Mike Davis unless you have, uh, uh you know, McCaffrey in that league? I do have McCaffrey in that league. I have McCaffrey in that league. Yeah, I still don't know if I would want to do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Gronk is right now my flex in that league. He is my oh, flex. Okay. He and Kelsey are filling in the flex because it's it's one of those those rosters I drafted, and there's just a cliff. I have a starting lineup, and my the first guy in the bench is like Devontae Parker's mm-hmm. second cousin. Yeah, yep. so especially when you get to when you're drafting and you oh I can use this guy in my flex. You never know; it could be it could be a flex. It could be end up being being great and being a starter, and then other times it's like oh I kind of bombed out on that. Flex. And and how kind of how nice is it that we're in week nine and we're still talking about Rob Gronkowski? I'm not used to this. Yeah. I'm not still healthy. Yeah, he's still healthy. Good for him that you're off. Did that you're off and a brief stint in WWE did him some good. So, all right, you got four on the board. All right, three on the board. Four. You took three off. Four? You got the Saints, Bucks. You got Lions, Vikings, and you got Panthers, Chiefs. There's four. Did I say six? Because there's seven. Oh, I got four more. Okay. Four more, and you have all your strikes. I'm going to go with the Seattle at Buffalo game. Seattle at Buffalo. I'm checking. It is correct. That is a 55. That is, wow. and, and, and ready for this? That's not even the highest of the week at 55. That's, wait, I still haven't gotten the highest of the you week? You haven't gotten the highest. Well, wait a minute. Was there anybody out wow, there? Wow, okay. Uh, no. The highest of the week is still on the board. 55. Okay. I'm sorry. The Seahawks are just clicking offensively. I, I owe, I owe a, a beer and an apology to our friend Cinch because I, I beat him this week solely with DK Metcalf. He has Patrick Mahomes in our league, and Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. posted a plus 50, and then DK Metcalf was like, hold my beer. You know, and, I, and I'm, I'm – you know, they, they always tell you to, you know, uh, uh, diversify your leagues and so you don't have the mm-hmm. same people on everyone. I'm – so upset because I was targeting Wilson in 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 leagues, and when I got him in the like the first draft that I had, yeah, I kind of all of a sudden went, "Well, maybe I won't do that for the next draft. I should have yep. because Wilson is is the MVP right now. Russell so. Wilson is having an MVP style season. You look around that team, and it's essentially. Russell Wilson and running back of the week, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That's essentially mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, it's the running and, back. And whatever tight end he wants to throw to. Throw yeah, to whatever tight end he feels like throwing to. If Will Disley's healthy, that's great. Disley, Maybe I'll throw Olsen, to him. 
Yeah, but I mean, There's like, one too, the it? running back position on there has been so transient because of injury. It reminds me of the old Scooby-Doo mysteries from the 70s where they would run into the Harlem Globetrotters. You never knew week <laughs> to week who you were going to run into. Oh, maybe it's Sonny and Cher. Maybe it's the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, my God, it's the Three Stooges this week. That's what it feels like with the running back core in Seattle. It's so, It was DJ mm. Dallas this last week. A good play this week. Good play for DFS, I think. Is Carson is Carson still going to be out? Yes, I think home. I think actually Travis Homer might be available. I think that was made today. But Bills are stingy on the run, though, aren't they? That's why I didn't. Has been a little lacking. Last week, I didn't embrace the DJ Dallas pick. Cinch was all over DJ Dallas, mm. and I didn't embrace it simply because. San Francisco had given up the fewest yards on the ground. So, you know, I didn't embrace it, but all right. Well, anyway, you got four down. Yeah, yes. so got, I got three. I still got three to go. We got, yeah, we got plenty of time up. tonight, too. This is this okay. is flowing smoothly. Cool. Now, I, I, I hope it's flowing smoothly. If this isn't recording, I'll be so upset because this is probably the <laughs> – I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just flowing tonight. I got three more for I you on the board. I you guys out there. What's that? In podcast land. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. All right. My uh, next choice. Oh, boy. It's getting a little little bit more difficult now. But the big um, one's still out there. The big fish is still out there for you. You know, I'm going to go with Denver at Atlanta. Denver at Atlanta. And incorrect. That is a 47. Ooh. 47. Okay. There's, my one, there's a one strike. All right. Strike one. Oh. Close, though. It's close. 47. Um, wow. In all a right. row. Uh, <laughs> Hope you all got that reference. I don't care if they did or not. <laughs> Let's oh, shoot. If you didn't get that reference, you're too young. Move on. Yeah, exactly. See, I was going to say Pitt at Dallas, but with Dallas's horrible quarterback situation, I don't think that's it either. All right, so I'm going to I'm uh, going to I'm going to take that off the board for you. There is no spread available as of this morning. Okay. So don't okay. even think about that one because that game is off the board, so that does not count you count cost you a strike at all. I should have told you that up front. Everyone else is active though. Wow, it is getting more difficult though now, right? Now. Um. I guess I'm going to go with Green Bay at San Francisco. Green Bay at San Francisco is a 51. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, that was this morning before Green Bay shut down its facility. That's true, yeah. San Francisco. And and San Francisco. And it's a Thursday night game. So, for DFS purposes, it might not be the best. I would be very cautious on using anyone in that game right now. I really would. Oh, yes. So, all right, he's got five right. There's two answers on the board. Season long, you might not have a choice, but... DFS. Right. So now here's the funny part. The two people that are still on the board are the number one and number two answer. Really? And I think it's gotten harder. The two Uh, highest totals are still on the board. You have two strikes, two answers. Can he do it? I only have one strike. One strike. Yeah, you have two strikes remaining. Two strikes remaining. Yeah, Yeah, sorry if I missaid that. That's two strikes remaining. I'm going to go the Vegas Raiders versus the Chargers. The Las Vegas Raiders versus the Chargers is a 55. That is correct. 
That is the number two answer on the board. Raiders, Chargers. All right, so there, let's play that game really quick. Take out, all right, so the two obvious ones I'm going to take out are uh, Josh Jacobs. You can't use Jacobs, and you can't use Keenan Allen. Give me one guy you love in that matchup. Well, I, you got to go. You got to go with, uh, you know, just uh, Justin uh, Herbert, right? Maybe I, mean, I don't know. I'm he's still. Just been, he's just been crazy. I mean, for for if you're looking for a running back, I mean, I still think uh, you got another two, one week, two weeks, maybe with Justin Jackson. Yeah, I love he Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson in this week is pretty good. Um, Gordon will be back this week. I, I, but I think Jackson's carved out a role. Wait. Oh, uh, uh, wait. Who's back? Melvin Gordon. No, no, no. You're talking. That's that's Denver. That's Denver. Oh God, that's right. He does play for Denver, doesn't he? Austin Eckler's still out. <laughs> oh my God, I've Nick, still got Melvin yeah. Gordon in the wrong town. Uh, yeah, I know. What's up with that? Yeah, no, don't play that guy. Uh, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson's back. So, all right, well, you got that one right. <laughs> there is one on the board. It's the highest total of the week. You have two wow. strikes remaining. You've got two shots. Get this and embarrass Craig for not being here. Uh, There's I'm only like seven good. games left, too. That's the worst part. Yeah, it's not that many games. But one, two, three, four, five, six. I got six here written down. That's um, correct. Oh my goodness. Miami, Arizona. Miami, Arizona is a 47 and a half. That is strike number two. Strike number two, 47 and a half. Oh, that's right. If it, if it was, you know what? If it was Fitzmagic, it would be totally higher. It would have been over 50. Yeah, absolutely would have totally been, been over 50. Absolutely would have been higher. Dang it. Forgot All right. that two is over there. He's got one shot uh, left. There's. Five eligible left. games. He's got a 20%. If it was a monkey in a room pointing at a random spot, he'd have 20% chance. I have faith in him to pull this off. Sean, what is the last game over 50? Wow, the last game over 50 here. I am. Can't be that game. Can't be that game either. He's, he's approaching it like he approached his SATs. I eliminate the answers yep. I know can't be right. I'm clicking my pen over here in anticipation. Oh, I don't know if the mic is Boy, no. Think? Oh, can't be that. Can't be that game. I'm going to have to go with Baltimore Indy. Baltimore Indy is wrong. Strike three. That's a 44. The correct answer... Wow. Is Texans Jaguars really Texans Minshew out? Texans Jaguars is a fifty-five and a half over under. Huh? I I, I don't know what to they tell you. They must be expecting Houston to score a lot of points there. Well, I, I think they are. I think they are. I, I think mean, that's that's an endorsement of Houston. If Jacksonville scores more than. I mean, because who's their quarterback? If, I mean, Minshew's not playing, right? Am I wrong? Oh, God. What Minshew's the hell's the guy's name? Hold on. He's in the metric. I looked at him and went, who the hell is that? Uh, hold on. I'm scrolling down. He's here somewhere. I mean, Jake I Lutton. I know, Houston, I know Houston's run game, running defense isn't great, but I can't imagine them 
with only being one-sided there that they're scoring more than what 17 points so that well, means let me that... see what's the what's the spread because that would tell you that hold on a, a tick the spread's only four and a half yeah how does how does jacksonville score so with an implied total of say let's say let's call it 56 points. and a spread of five so that means 28 would be an even split which means three points that means 31 28 is the intended is the implied total there's there's no way Jackson. No, that's not right. Thirty-two twenty-seven would be. So that means they think Jackson was going to score twenty-seven points. There's no way. There's, There's no, no way. way. I don't think so. So so I, I'll, I'll I'll I'm wrong, Craig. You're validated for this week, but I I don't see how Jacksonville scores that many points without Minshew. There we go. I mean, even with Minshew, I still don't know if that. Yeah, I don't know if they scored twenty-seven points with Minshew. Yeah. All right, let's talk some DSS, shall we? DSS. DFS. And I just hit the wrong button, and Sean can't hear it, but I just played the sudden, like, like, um... Final countdown? No, I I should get the final countdown on here. I wonder if that's legal. (laughs) I wonder if that's legal. So, all right, so let's talk about some DFS. How was your DFS week last week? This is something I always ask Craig. Did you make money last week? I unfortunately did not make money last week. Did you lose? I did lose money last week. Last week was the first winning week I've had in four weeks. Four <laughs> weeks. I have been so bad at DFS lately. And then last week, I took the week off the podcast. I listened to the guys. I was like, okay, that makes sense. And I cleaned house last week. Mm. Oh, it was so nice. So, all right, I got to make it two weeks in a row. So, um, I, I gave the metric the week off last week, but I, 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 took, a, I took a look at some numbers this week. The high-value quarterback this week, according to the metric, is Derek Carr in that Vegas game that Sean was talking about. Because what was the over-under in that? 54? 55. Yeah, pretty high. 55 yeah. points. Derek Carr is only 5,700. So do the math in your head, folks. That means he gets past mm. 17 points. He's in value. Can Derek Carr get to 17 points? Oh, yeah. Now, he's that a game, I think so. He's a great value there, but if you want something a little bit more stable, Deshaun Watson is 7,100, and as we just learned, the Texans game is a 55-and-a-half. They're expected to score upwards of 30 points. I've got him I've got him set for 23 points, which just puts him over the 3K mark, uh, the 3X mark, rather. So Derek Carr, and, Derek Carr and Deshaun Watson are my starter guys this and, week, depending on how much money I have your, to spend. What's that? What's his cost? What's his cost for... for... Uh, Watson's Watson. seventy one hundred. <clears throat> so yeah, Watson's if you're spending up. Yep. Who do you like this week? Oh, I'll, I. Well, it was going to be Matt Stafford. And now he's on the COVID list. Yeah. So, or no, well, he's not on the COVID list. No, he got put on the COVID list, list today. I, no, I thought he got put on the close contact list. That that's the COVID list. It's one big list. They just don't tell you why you go what? on it. But, but from what I've heard is that since he's only the close contact, there is actually a possibility he still plays Sunday because you only have to be on there for four or five days. But five days from now puts us past Sunday. Today's I, Wednesday. I, I'm just telling you, just telling you what I heard. Maybe he was put on it yesterday, and he only told us today. I don't That's know. That's possible. I, I'm I'm counting him as out. I and I had him at 19 points at 6600 because Minnesota's mm-hmm. defense is abysmal. 
Yep. Even even without even without um, uh, Galladay. Yeah. You know, which you know, boy was that a mistake by me this year. But anyway. <laughs> hey, we all got him. Yeah. We've all got him. Um, Sorry. So who but, do you like besides uh, Stafford? I mean, I would go. I mean, I would go with Deshaun Watson. But I you like gotta spend up. There. I gotta spend up. That means I gotta find value somewhere else. So here's Which the difference. To... Okay. The difference is fourteen hundred dollars between Carr and Watson. So in mm-hmm. terms of metric value, that's a difference of a minimum of four point two points. Do you think Derek uh, Deshaun Watson is gonna be better than Derek Carr by at least four points? Yeah. That's really the question you gotta ask yourself there. Yeah. I'd say yes. Okay, your but your buddy Justin Herbert's high on this too. I think that Vegas. I do like. I yeah, do like Herbert. I think that Vegas Chargers game is going to end up being a shootout. I just do. Okay. I, I I know Very I well know I know the Chargers defense isn't that bad, but I also know if Derek Carr wakes up and remembers, oh my God, I'm a real NFL quarterback. The deep ball for him is not a problem. I mean, we saw what he did to the Chiefs I mean, secondary. He's got a lot of eh, receivers, and you know, unfortunately, it's kind of like, okay, right. yes, Ruggs, he's up and coming. Okay, Renfro, he's a Hunter Renfro is only good guy. if he gets thirty yards down okay. the field. If Hunter, if Hunter well. Renfro doesn't get thirty yards from the line of scrimmage, he's useless. You know, okay, obviously, you know, Waller, um, Aguilar. You know, their wide receivers are yeah. Oh God, Nelson Aguilar. Oh. So you know. All right. So let's. So so let's move on. Let's move on to the the running back games. Um, So the metrics highest rated guy is DeAndre Swift, because DeAndre Swift, for reasons I don't fully understand, is only five k. So he well because of because of uh, uh, Patricia. That's why. Yeah. Just for some reason he won't use them. And again, it's it's that whole Minnesota's defense is abysmal. Let's take advantage of it. But I, I don't see it. Then the the up pay, the next level. So I've got three guys that I like this week. The so Swift okay. is the cheap guy. The mid range guy is James Connor at sixty nine hundred because Pittsburgh is at Dallas. Mm-hmm. And and I would take you at sixty nine hundred dollars against Dallas. I like I like, yeah, I like that. I, I've got him pegged for 21 points. I think he's going to score. I think he's going to go nuts. I think Pittsburgh is going to sit there and go, okay, we're just going to, Pittsburgh's going to get up early and they're going to grind it. They're going to grind it. So, and then the high value guy I've got is Dalvin Cook at 8,200. I've got him pegged for 23 points, which puts him at 8,200, puts him just under the value line. But at the same time, Minnesota. Good chalk play. Yeah, he's the chalk play. So I've got Swift as my reach. I've got Connor as my kind of reliable mid-range. And I've got Cook as my my chalk play. If I have to pick one more, I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of J.K. Dobbins. Okay. I, I like, like J.K. Dobbins. I like what I'm seeing. And he's only 4900 So let me ask you this. They're essentially the same Fine. price. There's, Jake, yeah? there is one person that I have. I'm sorry. Right, so, one person I have that I'm thinking of is, I, and I don't know where he is on the metric because I haven't looked at it yet, sorry. Oh. But, um, yeah, I know. I know. Um, Jermichael Hastings. Jermichael Hastings. Oh, Hasty. Yeah, okay, hold on. We'll get to him in a second. 
My question for you is this. J.K. Dobbins is 4900 DeAndre Swift is 5000 Which one would you, essentially the same price, which one would you go with if you had to choose one? Uh, I like Dobbins' role right now better. But, you know, with with um, um, Ingram being out. Swift's ceiling is much higher, but his floor is much lower. I, I, yeah, I, I don't trust Patricia using him the right way. Wow. You don't. Uh, so just so you know, Jamichael Hasty, I've got him pegged for 12 points, and he's 4,800, which puts him just under value. But the other thing you got to remember is he's playing Thursday. So you've mm-hmm. got – that means uh, – He's in that Thursday That's game, which right. means if yeah. you're not playing the full weekend slate, he's not going to be available for you. So, okay. okay. If you are playing Thursday, so he might be a sneaky the, play. Um, yes, or if you're playing the captain's mode. Yeah, don't I forget these. Yeah, these salaries don't apply to captain's mode. Don't forget, captain's mode has its yep. own salaries, and they tend to price up yep. quarterbacks and running backs. But yeah, if it's if it's scaled. Similar to what I'm looking at here, he's a great play. Mm-hmm. He's a great play. So, all right, let's take a look at wideouts. There are two names that the metric absolutely loves this week, and they are both su- super value plays. You wanted to save money so that you can use the big quarterback, and you want to use the big running back this week. I'm going to help you out. I'll I'll tell you something. That's where I always look for for value. My value. Is yep. always the wide receiver. So always. I'm going to help you out right now. You ready to I'll win pay, some? I'll pay up. I'll pay up on on. I mean, maybe I'll take one a little bit higher. Like sometimes you just can't resist beyond. Um, uh, uh, oh God, Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Sometimes you just can't resist him, even though he's the highest price. It's like, well, he's gonna he's gonna eat. He's gonna eat it. You right. know. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you two names right now. That will allow you, and here's here's another option too. You go cheap on two guys, allows you to save money for the third guy. Yep. You know, if you're gonna spend fifteen thousand on your wide receivers in DraftKings, well, then spend six thousand on these guys, and then go huge on the last guy. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Number one is Demarcus Robinson of the Chiefs. Robinson is getting a more of a target share. He's only catching three or four passes a game, but he's catching them for like thirty or forty yards, so he's only at thirty two hundred. He needs to get to nine point six points. I've got him slated for ten, which which could be which could be one pass. Yes, the way the Chiefs ball. Yeah. Yes, Sammy Watkins is still hurt, which means Demarcus Robinson is officially that. Well, McCole yeah. Hardman's kind of passed him, but now yeah, he's the second or third option. And then the other one, you're going to hate what I'm about to say. I'm on the Darnell Mooney train. I. I, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of him. I thought for sure it would be more of the uh, Riley Ridley or whatever. Uh, is that what his name is? Yeah, whatever that his name is. That he was going to be the one that, that emerged more. Right. But uh, Mooney is the guy, apparently. So this week, and, I'm uh, using Demarcus Robinson. I'm using Darnell Mooney. Mooney is only 3900 So using the combo yep. of Robinson-Mooney in a cash game, that's $7,100 for two wideouts that are both yep. going to get at or near the value mark. I love it, which allows me to spend up somewhere. So, Sean, tell, give me a third guy, anybody, because we, we save money. I, I Well, I don't know how much – I don't think he's very expensive. Maybe maybe he is. I don't know. But I think it's going to be a big week for Jerry Judy this week. Actually, the metric has him as the number four best option on the board. 
Okay, and that's without even looking at it. I have not looked at your metric yet. Yeah, and that's because he's playing Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh yeah, obviously. Listen, listen to the words. This is going to be a very big game for for Judy. Listen to the words um, coming out of my mouth right now. Atlanta has given up more passes of forty or plus yards than any other team in the league. Jerry Judy uh-huh. is going to be the guy that catches that pass. And and to, and actually, believe it or not, Drew Locke has a has has a lot of air yards per pass. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't I don't have the lock numbers right in front of me. I just remember like two weeks ago I was looking for an, a, a a cheap and, and sneaky play and I was like, Well, who's given up a lot? And in like the first six games they gave up four passes four passes of forty plus and they were playing Minnesota. And that's when I said, you know what, I'm gonna take a flyer on this Justin Jefferson kid. And that was the week yep. he went absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. So if I'm paying up this week, I'm looking at Tyreek Hill just because KC yep. Carolina, I think that's gonna be a high scoring game. But I love the Jerry Judy pick. Fantastic pick. Yeah, I like the Jerry Judy. Um I mean, other other than that, uh I'm trying to think big, 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 big guys here. Um I mean, you always always can go Devontae Adams, but that's a that's a big spend up right he, there. He's the eternal chalk. He's eighty four hundred this yeah. week. So let me toss it in, Matthew. What about Stefan Mar- Diggs at Marvin 70? Marvin Jones. I mean, see, again, but that was. No, I'm not touching Marvin Jones. Stafford, uh, even without Stafford, even with that, he's got a good matchup. I mean, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota's um, cornerbacks are bad. Right. The one that's matching up against him, really bad. Marvin Jones is 5,100. I'm not touching it at 5,100. He'd have to be in the four thousand right. range. There's too many guys I would rather touch. Um, no, Jer- no, I agree. I agree. Jerry Judy's forty seven hundred. Chenault's forty two hundred. Especially without without not knowing if Stafford's going to be there, definitely. Can I just tell you right now? By the way, well, I am done one with one thing though. Hold yeah, one thing. Oh yeah, there you go. What what is the second one? What's the second beer? This is from. Crumb by uh, Stony, Creek. Stony Creek. I'm yeah. not. I wasn't a fan of it. It's it's not bad, but that's decent. Apple ale, six point five percent. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this, by the way, while you're pouring that beer in your glass, I am done with Deontay Johnson. I am done hearing how good Deontay Johnson is going to be. I have him in multiple places. Oh, that's a good sound. And he's five K this week. No, wouldn't touch him. Wouldn't you know. Touch. Before he got injured or whatever it was, yeah, it it was gonna it, he was he was gonna be the guy. I mean, but he got injured. Don't know how if he's. I mean, but it didn't look like he was a hundred percent. And with Claypool's emergence, it's yeah. it's hard to decide who's gonna be the guy that week. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends. I think it right now, especially since they're both so young, they're both rookies, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Whoever they put the better cornerback on is the guy you don't play. You play the other guy. Well, and that's the thing. Last week, all I heard was, oh, they're going to force the ball to him. Ben loves this kid. Ben doesn't love this kid to throw him the ball in double coverage. He's going to throw to the no, guy who's going to catch well, the ball. The, the, the week that he came back, they had the best guy on, on Claypool. Yep. Claypool had a horrible week. Deontay Johnson had a great week. 
last week, the better guy was on Deontay Johnson. Yep. Who got the more, more points? It was Claypool. Yep. You know? All right. So, so we gotta we gotta move we gotta move ahead because we're we actually running at. out of time. So Sorry. um tight ends, I've only got two that I like. I like Hunter Henry at four K. I like John U. Smith at thirty nine hundred. I was the prophet of Jonu Smith. A year ago, I was telling everybody, Tannehill does nothing but throw to tight ends. Well, he's, he's short range is his best, his most, his accuracy goes up, period. So we knew Jonu Smith was going to be something special, and he has been. So at 3,900, I know Jonu Smith has not been a full share, but I think at 3,900, he's worth a look. Who do you like this week at tight end? I agree with you with 3,900. He's worth a look. Uh, the last, what, two, three weeks after he, he wasn't he injured and then he came back? Yeah, he missed a game, I think. Like that. And, but since he's come back, it just hasn't been there yet. And I, but at 3,900, I might, I might take that risk for it. Um, I mean, oh the chalk, goodness. the chalk, the best chalk value-wise is Kelsey at seventy-two hundred. But there's a, he's, I've got him at sixteen in terms of value rating. You I know, mean, could, you, could you look at Cook? For, for you could uh, Cook is at forty-seven, forty-seven hundred, but I've only got him slated for ten points. Mm. He's so up and down, and Tampa Bay's defense is not that terrible. I think they're gonna be able to yeah, contain him. All right, defense is really quick. Draft a defense. That's my advice to you. Um, go cheap. Yeah. Go draft cheap. If you listen, draft, if, draft any anybody playing the Jets. So what? New England. New England. And and believe it or not, that's the top that's guy the in the metric. Day. Do you know how much? Uh, quick, quick guess. How much does the Jets defense cost this week in DraftKings? Put a number on Jets it. Defense. Yeah, put a number on it. Just off the top of your head. The Jets defense, not the New England defense. Correct. The Jets defense at New or at home know. against New England. Uh, uh, twelve hundred. Wow. Okay, that's that's a little bit over generous. They never go below two k, but twenty three hundred. Twenty three hundred. Okay. They are, I believe, the cheapest. Do you know the Panthers are twenty one hundred because they're playing the Chiefs, and the Cowboys are at two thousand because they're the Cowboys. I think the Jets Maybe are Washington. Yeah. Uh, who are the Cowboys playing? Giants. Okay. No, Washington at the Giants. Yeah, that's that's number three on my list. The Giants are the third one on my list. They're twenty seven hundred. I'll take the Jets. You can play either one of those, actually, Washington or the Giants. Well, that's what I mean. I'll, I'll yeah, you could. Um, Washington, where is the oh Washington is thirty four hundred. So, the the cheapest of the three is the Giant is the Jets, rather. Excuse me. So that's probably where I would go. I'm gonna go with the Jets uh, hosting New England for defense because New England just doesn't look like it can get out of its own way. Just doesn't look like it can get out of its own way. Mm. So, so the key is this week I can save money at wide receiver and defense. I can spend up elsewhere, and I can make a lot of money. This smells like a good week. All I need is Demarcus Robinson and Darnell Mooney to get like a touchdown, and I make money this week. End of story. There you go. So, all right, let's get on to the final thoughts. Sean, you're our guest. What's your final thought you want our listeners to hear this week? What do you want them to walk away knowing? Oh my goodness! Um, walk away knowing. My final thought would be to um, just keep on turning your bench. I mean, especially this year, more than anything, keep keep that waiver wire priority. Oh yeah. Or, or keep your money as much as you can. 
so you, because you're going to need it late this year. I mean, sometimes you could spend it early, but this year you need to keep some of that waiver wire money for for you know you never know. Yep. I mean, like last week I had I had uh, 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 Jamal Williams, you know, to to take to spell my my Aaron Jones, you know, shares, and guess what? I had to change him out because now he has COVID. Yep. So it, it's it's uh the my 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 uh thing is just keep on looking at that waiver wire and keep on churning that bench to try to try to find value, try to find it a week before if you can. I know it's hard with COVID, you can't find it the week before but right. a lot of times but, but you gotta you gotta keep on just keep on looking. Yep. Because that's how you win that's how you win. That's how you especially win. Especially in season long. So funny side story that goes along with that is that um, I'm in the Scott Fishbowl for the the Fignuts team. We're running a team in Scott's Fishbowl this year, and my team is in second place. Our team is second place at five and three. Uh, we're one game out of the lead, and we are not. We are number one in the waiver priority, and we have ninety seven of our one hundred dollars left. And I'm nice. sitting there and I'm waiting on it. I'm like, it's gonna happen. Something major is gonna shake things up. I'm waiting on it. Antonio Brown signs. Nope, that's not it. I'm waiting on it. I, it's going to come. Mm-hmm. It's going to come. There's going to come that day where I'm going to drop $75 of our fab money and sleep like a baby because nobody else in the league has $73 left. So 75 is an automatic winner because we have the first priority anyway. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And and we're 5-3 and three in the meantime, so I don't have to worry about it. It's just a matter of just wait for it. Just wait for it. So, All right, my final thought. Um, I heard a term today uh, with regards to the election, patriotic patience. And I want to urge our listeners, whatever your feeling is on the U.S. election, you need to be patient. It's going to take us time to figure this out. There are elements in our society who want us to rush through this for their own benefit. The important thing is to get it right. There's a reason why a coach doesn't draw up a play run it once and go, okay, we're ready for Sunday. Because preparation and waiting it out and being ready for when it happens is key. Patience, everybody. We will figure this out. This week, I hope you figure out your DFS lineups. I hope I figured out how to record this, because if I didn't record this, I'll be pissed, because this was really good. Um, I want to thank <laughs> Sean for sitting in for Craig. Craig took a much-deserved week off after four consecutive years of hosting this podcast without missing a week. I think we missed one week that was solely because he wasn't available before tonight. So this was huge for him to have a night off. I guarantee you he's sitting there with a glass of bourbon going, what are those idiots talking about with me not there? Oh, my God. I know, right? Like He must, he must be sitting there going, should I have taken the night off? Should I have taken the night off? He, he's already <laughs> texted me. What is his words of the podcaster's thread was, I look forward to hearing your episode. That is Craig speak for, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> so, but if you are enjoying what hopefully you're listening, hopefully this will not be the hopefully this will not be the lowest rated podcast that you've had. But you are the show killer. I know you are the yeah, show killer. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but if you've enjoyed what you're listening to Help this me week, out, guys, download this. Download this. Encourage your friends to download it just for Sean's sake. Um, and uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at FignutsDFS. Email us at uh, we're FignutsDFS at gmail.com. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to us. Apple is usually the easiest place to grab us, but please do so. 
We will be back next week. I can't believe we're already, this is week nine. I'm, I wanted to do a mid-year review, but I just, I didn't, we had too much to talk about tonight with all the stuff. I don't know if we're going to get a mid-year review in because COVID is just so prevalent what's going on with everything. So, um, but I, I believe Craig will be back next week. Uh, again, thank you to Sean. Really appreciate when our contributors step up and, and are able to, to do this with me. Um, so thank you again. Uh, and oh, thank you for having me. always, always a fun time. We will see you next week. Until then, like I said, leave us a review. Thank you for listening. We are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>